one of the lessons that I'm going through right now is learning uh, to not keep myself small and to allow myself to grow and prosper into the person that I know I can be, the most powerful being that I know I can be. And one of the things that I was doing, I was keeping myself small because I had this undercurrent of fear that if I blew up, you know, like I know I can, if I, if I gain the power that I know I'm capable of achieving, that I was going to attract the wrong people. I was going to attract the wrong motherfuckers around me, whether it be from family or friends or whatever, that I was going to attract all these people that just wanted to come around me for the wrong reasons. But I had to check myself, you know, I had to check myself on where that was coming from and understand that I wasn't coming from a place of abundance with that idea. I was coming from a place of scarcity and I was looking on myself as this weak individual and I had to uh, reframe that story and understand that, first of all, don't ever hold yourself back, you know, for other people. That doesn't make sense. One is not helping them because you are dimming your light. And, and keeping them from seeing in their potential of their light. And you're, you're not, you're damn sure not helping yourself because you're not going out and living a life that you truly know you can live. And we all have the power to live a powerful and prosperous life if we're willing to step up to the plate and go get that motherfucker. So um, I had to change the story and realize that I was coming from a place of, of lack. And you know, there's 7 billion people on earth. There's 7 billion people on this earth. There's got to be a motherfucker out there somewhere that aligns with me, you know, (laughs) and becoming wealthy and becoming powerful is not going to be a hindrance to me attracting people that are like-minded, like-spirited. They're out there, but I have to do my part to believe that they are out there in order for me to attract them. And so that's one thing that I'm going through right now is, is, um, really handling my money issues and, and facing them head on instead of just doing uh, the bullshit, you know, going through, you know, multiple days without looking at my bank accounts, you know, looking, you know, not looking at my bank statements, not checking, you know, to see where my money is going and just kind of going at it, throwing shit at a wall and hoping that something sticks. You know, I, I want to be a master of money. I want to master money. I want to control it instead of having it control me. And we all can do it, but most of the time we have a lot of fears that are tied around our beliefs with money from that have come from our childhood, that have come from what other people have told us. And, uh, you know, things like money is greed and all this, that, and the third. And all that is doing, those stories are not serving you. <laughs> They're not serving you. Yeah, you can sit there and think that you're being righteous, but meanwhile, you're struggling. What fucking good is that? How much sense does that make? None. There's plenty of money out here for everybody to eat. But, what's stopping you from getting it is your belief that if you go out and get it you won't be like no more and that's one of the harsh realities that we a lot of us don't want to face you know we don't want to face the uh the reality that we believe that if we rise above our peers that we're no longer going to be liked and that we're also going to become attacked and then we're going to be alone on this little island by ourselves that's what every human fear ties to every human fear boils down to this fear that you're going to ultimately lose out on love and you're going to be all alone to wither and die by your lonesome (laughs) because it has come from you know our days in, in the caves and when we always ran in packs and we're now in a society where we don't necessarily have to do that anymore we're not we no longer have to run as a herd we can develop our own individual identities uh so it's very important to check in with yourself about your your beliefs around money 
and really understand what's keeping it from coming in, coming into your life because nobody's doing it to you. And if you believe somebody else is doing it to you, guess who has the power to dictate when that changes? Someone else. And you will remain powerless because you won't take it back. You continue to put the ball in somebody else's court. So check in with your thoughts, your beliefs. Your, tell the truth to yourself about what you feel about money. And then you can start to work through those barriers and start to bring it into your life in, in large amounts. Because I've seen myself when I stop giving a fuck. When I really stepped into my power, I've made more money in some months than I have ever experienced in my entire waking life, ever since I've been working. And it happened when I really stepped fully into my power because we're not afraid of our darkness. We're afraid of our light. We are afraid of our godliness. And we're afraid that our power is going to not only push other people away, but possibly destroy them, you know? So you got to really... Um, get in tune with yourself and be okay with your God nature and be okay with pissing people off. It's fine, you know, because if they don't understand their God self, that ain't your problem. What your job is, is to embody your God self and be an example for others to witness. That's the most that you can do. You can't drink. You can drag up, you know, they say you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. That's all you can do. All you can do is be an example. Your mission here on earth is to live out your truth. It is not to convince somebody else of your truth. It's for you to live out the mission that you came here to do. So, um, yeah, check into your check into the stories that you have around money and see where you can where you can make some changes to tap into your power and allow it to flow freely into your life because you deserve it. You are no different from the millionaires and the billionaires you see on TV. They are just like you. They are literally no different. They, they're not cyborgs. They're not, you know, they're not somebody that got, you know, some sort of handbook that you missed out on. And uh, you have the ability to tap into it, but you have to be willing to tap into it and willing to step out of what is comfortable and what is safe because you will meet up with others that are on your vibration is guaranteed it's a guaranteed fact you cannot avoid your likeness in others so yeah check into your 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 stories about your money man you you can do it you can uh you can have what you want please believe that please believe that So, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye is in the news once again. Um, Of course, because of his very unpopular uh, beliefs and support of Donald Trump. And he actually, you know what I'm saying, he inspired me to, I guess, come out of the closet with my support of, of Donald Trump and... And I want I released a video on on YouTube about this and on my IGTV uh, because I've been kind of just trying to tiptoe my way out of the closet because this has been this has been something that I have been struggling with uh, for a for months, <laughs> like for fucking months. And I just wanted to go deeper because the video that I put on um IGTV, you know, you can only put up to 10 minutes. And so I wanted to really go deeper into 
why I feel the way that I feel, how I came to this place, and, um, you know, hopefully, you know, inspire some other people to be okay with what they feel, no matter what it is, whether you agree with me or not. You know, my whole goal is to uh, inspire, like, you know, inspire free thought, you know, inspire people to think whatever the fuck they want to think. If you know me, you know, in real life, you know I'm an Aquarius. And, you know, our our sort of our, our soul calling is to do um, what we can to help you do what you want to do, you know. And it pisses people off a lot about us because sometimes people will ask us, you know, well, what should I do? And, you know, what what's your advice for me? And my advice is always to follow your heart. I always want people to follow their heart. And because I know that's what we all came here to do. Um, we came into this world to free our hearts. That's basically the purpose of life is to get whatever the song is in your heart out and stop worrying about what the fuck other people think about you. That's why we die. And that's why we're so miserable and why so many people walk around lifeless and and like zombies and have to sedate themselves with drugs and sex and alcohol because they want to express themselves, but they're afraid to. Um, they're afraid to be ridiculed. They're afraid that they won't be loved. You know, everything, like I said um, in the previous segment, that every fear that we have dwindles down to this fear that we're going to be left alone on this island and nobody's going to love us. Um, but that fear is, is, is just in our minds, you know. It's because, you know, we came from a time, you know, when we were in the caves and we were in packs, and that was necessary for our survival, but we have evolved past that, that we don't need to think the same, run the same in order for our race as humans to survive anymore. Um, But anyway, um, so Kanye went on Saturday Night Live and he, you know, of course, like all the fucking uh, media, most of it is is left wing. You know, most of it is Trump bashing. Most of it is hate Trump, you know, all of this. That's what like all of the comedians, they don't even like do comedy anymore. All of their monologues from, you know, from Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, I think that's his name. The the one with the six son, Jimmy Kimmel to, you know, um, what the hell is his name on, uh, the one that's on HBO, um, Bill, Bill Maher, you know, to, you know, he had Jim Carrey on there. Every single episode is dedicated to how much they hate Trump. Like what happened to comedy? You know what I'm saying? And I don't recall this happening when Obama was president. Everybody loved him, you know? And so then that is going to, you know, that's going to be a part of why, you know, what I get into later, you know, as I explain this whole thing. But, um, he went on SNL, you know, did his skits, did his thing. And then at the end, he had a monologue where he really, you know, was brave and, and, and courageously told the truth about a lot of things that I've been seeing, you know, and that I think a lot of us have been seeing. But most of us are afraid to speak up about it. And for him to be at such a a high level um, in his career and to still risk it all. Um, and, and, and possibly, you know, lose everything by speaking how he feels. I admire that man so much um, because I know for a fact he's not the only supporter of Trump. 
he's not the only um, celebrity that supports him, but he's not afraid to uh, to speak his mind. He's always been this way. And it's crazy how people always say, people say that, oh, he's crazy. He's lost his mind, blah, blah, blah. Kanye ain't never been sane, bruh. <laughs> like, he has never been. And I say that jokingly because I don't think there's anything wrong with this man. I think he's more sane than a lot of people walking around trying to act like they're sane. But they're, they're, they're losing their minds because they don't say the things that are on their mind. And we should be more, you know, like how kids don't have a filter, they will tell you how they feel. And we lose that as we, as we get older, we create all these layers around ourselves to hide who we are, to, be, to become safe and to um, receive love from other people because we've forgotten how to love ourselves. We've forgotten how to champion our own opinions and we've forgotten how to be in our own corner and we rely on everybody else to do that for us. Um, and he's not, he's not domesticated. You know, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, about this, uh, I think Don Miguel Luis, uh, the guy who wrote the uh, Four Agreements, I think his son wrote a book, and I read in there uh, that he was like, humans are the only people that domesticate themselves. We're the only species on earth that domesticates ourselves. We will put ourselves in a cage before anybody else does. And, I, and it's true. I think it's crazy. But he went on SNL and he started talking about how the Democratic Party... Um, played a role in splitting up the black family. And if you don't know, in order for you to get on welfare, you cannot have a male in the household. Why is that? And these are things that I never thought about when I was a child because I was under the same, you know, I was drinking the same Kool-Aid as most black people that if you're black, then you have to be a Democrat. You have to vote Democrat. That's what black people do. We don't vote Republican because Republicans are racist Uncle Toms. And if you, and if you are a black person that votes Republican, you're automatically a coon. But as I've grown older and I've developed my own beliefs and I've sort of deprogrammed myself from what the media has taught me to believe about myself and about my race and about my thoughts and my thinking, I see that there's something wrong. There's something wrong with the fact that in order to be a quote unquote good black person, you have to be a Democrat. What is that? What kind of mind control shit is that? Why can't, why am I not allowed to think how I want to think? Why am I automatically come after by this mob if I choose not to fall in line with this victim mentality? That's kind of, there's something up with that. Why, why do I have, why is it so threatening to you, if I say that I'm not a victim, are you getting something from me being a victim? Absolutely. If I'm oppressed, if I'm a victim, then I've stopped myself from going out of the door and even trying. I won't even try to go across the street, so to speak, if I've already told myself I'm going to get run over if I do that. So I'm just going to stay over here where I've been taught and, and, and trained, basically, to stay. Um, but anywho... He talked about that. He talked about how the Democratic Party has, you know, played a role in, in, in splitting up the black family. And he talked about how he was bullied backstage about that. They, they told him and I firmly believe him because shit, I got a MAGA hat and I've been afraid to wear this motherfucker just because of the backlash that I've seen him get. But I, the reason why I bought the hat is because I like that it is so disruptive. I like that it challenges the culture. I like that it pushes the envelope. 
I like that because when we push new ideas, we break ourselves out of these molds of things that we've been taught by other people um, that this is what is acceptable. We need to free ourselves to be who we really are. But he he got bullied about, you know, uh, saying he, he they basically told him, you know, that he can't wear the hat. Don't wear the hat out, you know, and like he always does in typical Kanye fashion. He was like, you're not going to tell me what to do. Kanye has always been this way. And I went through a period of time, you know, like the average person where I thought he had sold out. I thought he had sold his soul. And there was a time where he was in quote unquote sunken place. And he told us, you know, this himself. The sunken place is basically where you're afraid to be who you really are because you're afraid of, of reprimand. And he's out of that place now. And um, so he basically said, you're not going to tell me. You're not going to tell me what to do. And, you know, he basically talked about how he's trying to bring people together. Like we this whole hate white people thing, creating division, that's not helping. And from my perspective, I don't think Democrats have the best interests of the people at heart. If they create they want this division. They need this division because if people are divided, they can be controlled. And if the people are divided and if the people are oppressed, then they can play Captain Saberhawk. That's what they've always been. They are the party of the poor. Um, they are the party of saving people and telling people that they don't have the power to save themselves. In order for you to be a savior, you need people to save. And... Um, I don't fuck with that anymore because especially as I've become an entrepreneur and I've gotten on the other side of that fence, I used to be one of those people when I was working for someone else and I felt like not even just beyond just working for myself, but when I didn't have self-belief in going after my dreams and the things that I've always wanted to do ever since I was a little kid and I held everybody else responsible for me being able to go out in the world and do that. When I finally took the reins of my life and I said, wait a minute, I want this. I can give myself permission to do that and that can be enough. When I did that, my whole perspective about politics, about society, about what's possible for myself completely changed. And it was because I took full responsibility and I took full control of my life. And it goes beyond paying your bills. It goes beyond you know, keeping a roof over your head. Everybody does that, right? Yes, everybody takes care of themselves materially, but mentally and spiritually, do you really believe deep down and ask yourself this, do you really believe deep down inside that you can achieve anything you you want to achieve if you say so? And if you hesitate in that, you're giving a part of your power away to somebody else that is not you. And you really have to examine that. And it's a bitter pill to swallow. Um, because it's hard. When you take full responsibility for your life, you give up the ability to blame someone else for your life. That's the flip side of the coin. And for a long time, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. I thought that I was keeping it real. You know, I thought that I was um, facing reality, right? But then I came to an understanding when I really discovered my purpose and I really discovered my power that I can create my reality. And if I give my reality, the power to create my reality away, then how am I going to create it? You know, Um, 
And so he he got up and he, and he said, you know, the typical things that he says. And um, he talked about, you know, how he supports Trump and, you know, how he, you know, is still going to wear the MAGA hat. And, you know, in typical fashion, you know, some celebrities came on the wing, especially like Swiss Beats. He came out and, you know, came out with this song, Fuck the MAGA Hat, and his response to, you know, to Kanye saying, you know, well, we love you. You got to stop doing this. Why, why is he, why are his thoughts such a threat to you? If you have a firm hold on who you are, if you have a firm hold on what you believe about yourself, no one can make that waver. If it's truly, if your foundation of who you are is truly strong, no one can make that waiver for you. And so it, it's, it's alarming to me that all of these celebrities are coming like out of the woodworks to try to get him together. If he doesn't, if it's not that powerful, if it's not, if there is no potential for there to be truth in the things that he's saying, why is it so threatening to people? You know, it's just like if a little kid comes up to you and says, Oh, you're ugly, and you know you're not ugly. You be like, get out of here, kid. You know, fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? You weren't paying any attention. But if that same kid comes up to you, right, and says, oh, you're fat, and you've been struggling with your weight, that little kid will trigger you. And then you want to fight that little kid because you've have, he's brought out something in you that you've been struggling with. And I look at Hollywood as full of, full of puppets, You know, the job of Hollywood is to maintain the illusions of a country. You know, that's why the media, the media in Hollywood are very closely intertwined, you know, between the music industry, the movie industry and the media. They all together control the image of a country. They control the image that the images that you have in your mind and visuals are very powerful. We create from our imagination. Whether we. Excuse me, whether we realize it or not, we create everything that we experience from our imagination. And it comes from whatever you focus on. And if they can plant an image in your mind, they can control your mind. And um, when I was looking at uh, Donald Trump's presidency, I was on the same side of the fence as most people. I thought that he was going to be the worst president ever, that he was going to lead us to hell in a handbasket, that, you know, he was racist, he was all of these things. And when he announced his presidency, well, I'll say when, let's fast forward to when the actual, like, election season started. And, you know, the stuff came out about Hillary. And not only that, but... It was like when he announced his presidency, the media just like came out and just hounded him. And I, for myself, for years, have never trusted the media. The media has never had my best interests at heart. And it's like we we know this as a people, but the media is so powerful in their manipulation of your emotions. When it comes to a hot button issue, it's like people totally forget about the fact that they bend and manipulate the truth. So why is it that when they talk about Trump, they're telling the truth, but when they're talking about police brutality and then, you know, a, a let's say an innocent black person dies, then they bring up, well, there was marijuana in their system. We know that that's bullshit, but then we believe what they're saying about Trump. How does that work? If they lie about one thing, they're going to lie to you about everything. 
um, a liar is a liar, you know, to me. Um, so the media has had a long history of lying <laughs> and, and, and creating false narratives to manipulate the emotions of the masses. And when I saw how hard they were coming down on Trump, I was like, my antenna went up. I said, there must be some truth to what this man is doing if they are coming at him this hard. Because I remember Obama, uh, Obama's, both of Obama's presidencies, and I voted for him both times. Um, I don't recall the media coming at him this hard. I really don't. I actually remember them painting him in a lot of, in a lot of times, painting him as a victim of, of racism and as a victim of um, the problems of this country. And Trump being in office, like everything that he does, they act like it's the end of the world. Everything, no matter how well the country is doing on paper, they do everything they can to discredit him. And to me, that was that raised a red flag uh, for me because I've never trusted the media. And uh, for them to go so hard against him, let me know that he's not necessarily in bed with the same people that most politicians are in bed with. Because I honestly feel like and I could be wrong. You know, I could be totally wrong in, in, in four years. But right now, where my heart is and what's hitting in my heart space, I feel like for the first time we have a president that's not in bed with the deep state. You know, and the deep state is basically the, the hidden hand that's really running the country. You know, if you hear that term, the deep state, um, it's basically the, the higher ups, the 1%, the people that really are pulling the strings, but they give you a president to put in your face that is a figurehead that looks like they're running the country. And for the first time, I really believe that we have a president that isn't a part of that, you know, cult and that he's not one of them. Because if he was, the media would be on his side because the media is a part of that group of people. Hollywood is a part of that group of people. You have to fall in line or they get rid of you. You you basically, you either fall in line with the narrative that we tell you or we going off your ass. And um, I just feel like he's really, he's not a part of that that group. And uh, I really believe for the, that we have uh, the first independent president that we've ever had. He ran up under the Republican Party because I think that that was the closest to uh, conser- conservative views or what the closest that he would, the type of ticket that he would run on. But even his own party, he doesn't, he don't give a fuck. Like he go after the Republicans, like Ted Cruz and all of them. He basically, he doesn't align himself. He's his own man. And I respect that a lot about him. And the main thing that I, I fuck with about him and Kanye is the fact that they say what is on their mind and they're not politically correct. Uh, we need we don't need any more political correctness in the society. I think that's a large part of why we have so much chaos is because we have a we have this country full of people that are afraid to express who they are. They're afraid to show their full selves. You know, it's like I'll give you a perfect example. It's like like pornography is something that nobody wants to talk about. They try to act like, no, I don't watch that. But it's like the number one, it's like we, we watch more pornography in this country than any, any other country in the world. But sex is this taboo thing. And it's killing us. You know, I think we need, 
We're being called to be more authentic. We're being called to be our real, true selves. And it's, this president is really shining a light on it. And I appreciate it uh, because authenticity is what we came here to do. We didn't come here to be these fake people. You know, we, we long to be the type of people that we've forgotten who we were. You know, the people that we were when we were children, where we didn't have any fear of who we were. We, we didn't have any fear of not being loved because our love is, is wrong. You know, um, the older you get, the further you get away from yourself. And it creates this, this heartbreak. The older, and as you get older, it gets harder and harder to get out of that shell. And I don't, and Kanye's one of those people, he's never allowed himself to be put into a box. Most of us just kind of have, at some point in our life, have conceded to the box because we, you know, we, we feel like we got to grow up, you know, or, you know, those, that, that time of daydreaming about, you know, whatever it is that, that my ultimate dreams were, those days are over. It's time for me to get realistic now. And that realisticness is what kills your spirit. You know, we have to remain children at heart. And he put on, um, and he said one of the most profound things I think he said in the uh, Saturday Night Live monologue was, um, what did he say? He said, uh, follow, you know, stop following your mind and follow your heart. Uh, you're following our mind is how we're controlled and that's how we're programmed. And that's the truth. Like no fucking celebrity gets on a platform like Saturday Night Live and talks about these things. We all know these things to be true. We know the media programs us. We know the media pumps fear into to us. We know that they're fear mongers. We know that they use that to control our emotions and to control our actions, but nobody speaks out about it. Nobody talks about it because they're afraid to lose their safety. They're afraid to lose their life. And um, Kanye is incredibly brave to be at that level of stardom and to not care. But see, that's the power that comes from authenticity. Because we've been taught, the older we get, we've been taught to betray our heart. You know, we've been taught to disregard how we feel for the sake of other people. And we end up breaking our own hearts in the process. We, we give up on our dreams. We give up on the things we really want to do for the sake of other people. You know, it's like, you, you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in, but you're staying in because you're afraid of how you're going to look, how you're going to explain your divorce to your family or to your kids. Or, you know, you, you have kids, you don't really want to have kids, but your parents told you that they always wanted to have grandchildren. So you put yourself aside and you do what you think that they, wanted, what they want you to do. You know, you don't, want to, you don't want to go to your job that you, you, you're working, but you, you, don't, you wonder how you're going to look if you fail at your business, you know, if I fail and fall on my face, what what are people going to think about me? Are they they're going to think I look stupid, you know? And your fear of looking dumb is what keeps you from from expressing yourself. It keeps you from expressing your truth because you're so consumed with how other people are going to see you. And Kanye is one of those people that does not care how you see him. That is power. That is freedom. Oftentimes we say this. We, we will say, I don't care what people think about me. And do you proceed to make every decision in your life based upon how you will appear to the public, to your family, to whomever? And um, Trump is the same way. It pisses people off that he doesn't care what they think about him. He, he's a free person. 
we all long for that. And oftentimes we will hate what we can't have or what we've taught ourselves that we can't have or what other people have taught us that we can't have. But all of us can be absolutely free. And I think his presidency is a very powerful shift into a different direction, um, a direction that has been needed for a very long time. Um, we've had enough politicians. It's time for, for a real human being to be put in, uh, to be in office. And, you know, he may... Or may not, you know, be running running the country. Who knows? Because it's like I, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist to an extent, but at the same time, I also know the power of the mind, and I know that if I sit there and say, "Well, it's ultimately like I'm only going to get so far before I have to answer to the one percent," then I'm giving away my power. Then how can I sit here and tell you that you are a powerful being if I ultimately believe that it's up to these? people in the 1% to, to control your destiny. I can't speak both of those in the same breath. Either you're powerful or you're not. Either you can dictate your entire outcome of your life or you can't. Which is it? So his presidency has opened my eyes up to a lot of things because, as I was saying, I, I see so many different things in a light that I never thought I would see it. And one of the reasons why I felt compelled to kind of come out about this is because I was legit fighting myself for months and I was so scared to let this out and I really had to do some soul searching why am I hiding you know who I am you know why am I doing that why am I so afraid for people to find out if I like find out that I like Trump like that isn't okay and there was something very alarming about that for myself um and that and it further let me know that it, it needed to be said because the things that we're afraid to say are always the things that we need to say. Um, because the only reason why we are afraid to say what's on our mind is because we fear that we're going to have a loss of love from others. But the, but you have to love yourself first and foremost. And when you learn to love yourself truly and completely, fully then you are free in this world to be yourself. If you don't love all of you and you shame parts of yourself, you cannot go into this world as your full authentic self. And that is what we all want. We all, we all desire to be the highest and fullest expression of who we are, whatever that means for each one of us. And there's more than enough room for us all to be that. Um, and so, you know, cause I'm, most of the people, most people look at me as like this spiritual teacher, you know, and uh, I'm a creative, I'm a chef. And I felt this pulling on my heart to express this, you know, beyond that. And I know that my purpose is greater than just cooking. I know this. I felt this. It's in my heart. And I was betraying, I felt like I was betraying myself by presenting an image that wasn't fully me. You know, I would show people the part of me that talks about chakras or talks about crystals or talks about meditation or, you know, talks about any sort of any any number of spiritual aspects. I'll show the part of myself that's a great chef. But this part of myself, I had it hidden away. And I really had to ask, why was I doing that? Why was I so concerned with how other people might see me? And I I knew that I had to 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 work to get this out because I was going I was becoming depressed and that's what de- depression comes from when you're fighting yourself. The version of you that used to serve you is now gone. It is trying to release itself 
from yourself, but you don't want to let it go because it's safe, it's comfortable, and it's familiar. But the new you is trying to be born, and depression is just that space of basically witnessing the death of your old self and the birth of your new self. And the longer you fight it, the deeper the depression comes. When you don't go with the flow of where your soul is trying to grow, grow, the depression gets deeper and deeper and deeper because that pain of not honoring your truth, there's no greater pain in this world than that. There's no greater pain than refusing to live and speak your truth. There's not, and, and my heart was hurting more and more. The more and more I fought this, the more my heart hurt and the more I knew I was compelled to get it out, out off my chest. Because I know I'm not the only person that feels this way. And I know that me getting my truth out and me, you know, risking whatever it is that I, I could be risking, because it's, it's really not a risk. You, in your mind, your mind tells you that you're risking it all. You're like, don't do that because you can fuck it up. You know, you fuck up your money, you fuck up your endorsements or whatever. People that like you, they're not going to like you anymore. You're going to piss a bunch of people off. But that's not that's not what I came here to do. You know, and that's not honest. That's not living honestly. That's not serving anybody. It's not serving me and it's not serving the people that I came to serve because I'm manipulating you. If I'm only if I'm presenting an image based upon what I think you're going to like, I'm manipulating you into giving me your admiration because I'm presenting to you what will fit into what I think will get me the furthest. I'm using you. I'm using you for not only validation, but I'm using you to get ahead. And that isn't fair to anyone. I have to present myself because if I truly love you, if I truly respect you as a person, I'm going to present 100% of me and give you the freedom to choose if you fuck with it or not. And that's what I believe that... um, the work that Kanye and Trump are doing, beyond the surface of what the media is telling you to focus on. Beyond that, they are pushing for free speech, which is important. Your voice is your power. Your voice is your power. And there are so many different ways that your voice carries, not just through speaking. It it, it carries through whatever you create, whether you're a painter, whether you're a writer, whether you are um, a rapper or a singer. It, It carries through how you spend your money. Because what you spend your money on shows you what you support, shows companies that you support them, you know, for, the, for better or for worse. And your voice is your power. And I see that we're in a time where the quote unquote liberals are who are reigning supreme, but there's nothing liberal about them. They tell you that it's because like, I've seen this, uh, this, this like video somebody put on, uh, on Twitter about, uh, it was like a guy who was playing like he was a comic. And so he gets on stage and he's like, hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? And somebody in the background was like, there are more than two genders, okay? This is insensitive to us that are transgendered. And so um, he was like, oh, okay, my bad. All right. So what's up, y'all? Y'all is also insensitive. It does not include us. It is not inclusive. Hello. Show some respect. <laughs> and it's like, no matter what he said, it was never good enough. And now that's the time that we're living in. We're in such a time of fake sensitivity where everything is triggering everyone. And, and it's like, it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Like shows like In Living Color and Martin wouldn't make it 
in today's day and age because somebody would say that this isn't inclusive to women this isn't isn't this isn't sensitive to gays this is there's all of these boxes and parameters that these quote unquote liberal people have created and if you don't um step up to all of these infinite boxes then you're a bad person. What is liberal about that? What happened to everybody being able to have a voice, whether it agrees with you or not? What happened to those days? And uh, I think it's very important what's happening in this presidency that we have a president that does not um, care what you think, that he absolutely expresses his unpopular opinion because that's needed. If everybody thinks the same, we become a herd and the her- and, and herds are very easy to attack and to eliminate because they all follow the same direction. You know exactly where everybody's going. You know exactly what everybody's doing. And it's not in our best interest for everybody to think the same. We all have a right to our own opinions. And, um, you know, liberals love you as long as you do what they think you, you should do. You know, Democrats love you as long as you you follow the doctrine that they think you should follow. Um and I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever, you know, say I'm a Republican, but, you know, I'm, if Trump keeps going the way that he's going, he's most, most certainly going to get my vote, you know, in 2020. And I didn't vote in uh, the initial election, but I appreciate, I just appreciate what he's doing um, for the minds of people and, and for the spirits of people. And, and I see it from a level uh, beyond what's on the surface. And I think it's... um I think it's a really good thing and uh, because I don't need, you know, I don't need anyone else to like me. You know, I, I love me. I like me. And so I can go into the world free and it doesn't bother me um, that somebody else might not like me. You know, I'm a gay black woman. If I were to listen to, you know, Democrats or, or people that are so caught up into these labels I would be under this notion that I, I'm going to have a rough life ahead of me. I'm going to have a hard time making it because I'm already got three strikes against me and when I can come out of the door. But none of these things have ever been a determining factor about how far I've gone in my life. They never have and they never will because I understand where my power truly comes from. It doesn't come from these labels. These labels barely scratch the surface of my existence. I am a spirit. I'm a soul. And... You know, these labels, they barely grasp the entirety of who I am. And no other human being can do that. You know, I understand who I am. I know who I am. Um, but yeah, that's just, that's just my take on it. And uh, I really see it. I just see it from a different direction. And I, I, I just had to, get this, had to get it off my chest because, like I said, I felt like I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm hiding who I am. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because, like, I didn't want this. Like, I would love, you know, to have not had to, I guess. But then at the same time, I, I, I don't, I don't regret anything about it. You know, I, I appreciate it. But I, for a long time, I was fighting it. You know, I was fighting the fact that I liked this man. I didn't want to like him, you know. And I'm like, I was so terrified of expressing this because I was afraid of losing um, support, you know, support for my business, you know, support for me as a person. But I had to go through this sort of turmoil of getting closer to myself and really appreciating who I am. And I appreciate that turmoil now because it has created a love deeper for myself and allowing me to detach my love from other people. And when you can do that, 
and you're, you you basically put your power back into yourself and you come back to the well of your own love that is infinite and and isn't fickle then you can go into the world and you can be free and i become stronger because of it and uh yeah so that's just that's just my thoughts on it and you know i'll speak more about it as things happen but um it's just uh it's very interesting to see how polarizing um this man's presidency is because he's not doing anything bad you know the biggest thing that that went wrong you know what i'm saying is the 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 children at the border thing but those concentration camps have been around they've been around since obama was president and trump is lifting the veil on the presidency and showing you what it really is it's needed we need to see the truth we need to see the truth but of course when you live in a world of people that are enjoy their illusions the matrix basically people will attack the truth tellers because I don't want to give up my 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 beliefs. I like how I think. I like, and that's what I went through. You know, I, I don't want to give up this notion of who I am. This is who I'm comfortable with being. And if you challenge that, you are threatening my identity as a person. But the truth is, your soul doesn't have an identity. Your soul doesn't have... An identity, your ego has an identity, which it creates so that you can survive in the, in the physical plane, which is necessary. But you also have a spirit that does not have an identity. It's completely at peace. It knows itself. It knows that it is all things at once. And so I applaud Kanye. He, he's a very courageous man. And he's given me courage, you know, to live my life out loud. And it will continue to spread, you know, and... and He's coming from a place of love, and, and most of us have a, a fucked up idea of what love is. We, we love you as long as you do what we think you should do. That's not love. That's control. That's fear. Love is a, making space for somebody to do what they think they should do and being okay with that regardless of it, if it involves you. That's true unconditional love. And he wants to have a conversation. He wants everybody to be free to express who they are. I don't have to attack anyone that doesn't believe me. It's totally fine if you don't agree with me. But what's alarming is the people who do attack you because you don't agree with them. They need your validation to support their beliefs. You are enough. Whatever you feel is enough. However you feel, whatever your opinion is, whether it is in alignment with someone else's or not, you are enough. And we are moving into a time and space where you have to learn how to be your own champion and you have to release the responsibility of other people to validate who you are. That's where we're going. And it's going to be survival of the fittest. And the fittest person is the person that knows how to live in their own heart space and is not dependent on somebody else validating who they are. So that's my piece on that. And that is all for today's uh, episode. Love yourself. Understand who you are, understand that you are an extremely powerful being, and understand that you can do anything you want to do in this world. You have absolutely no limitations beyond those that are in your mind. And the way that you get beyond those limitations of your mind is by moving into your heart, because your heart knows your truth, and that's what you came here to express. Peace.